0: Welcome to the Ambitious Freelancer Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Cross at the Happy Hour Canton, and I'm here to help you show up as your best self while you're finding clients, working with the clients, and getting those testimonials to build your better business. We'll be talking about everything you need to know when it comes to freelancing, whether you're a beginner or someone who has a few years under their belt. So let's get started. Okay, so today on the Ambitious Freelancer podcast, we're gonna be talking about writing in particular this episode. And this episode, we're gonna be talking about how to get out of ghostwriter mode and getting those great, amazing bylined pieces. So, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid or like a teenager, I really loved this show called Ghostwriter. So, I don't think it was on like Nickelodeon or PBS or something, but it originally actually aired like when I was was, like, really young, but I don't remember watching it as a baby. I remember more watching it as, like, a preteen. But in the show, there was this ghost. He was a friendly neighborhood ghost, and he was awesome, and he was, like, a ghostwriter. And he would essentially help these, like, young kids solve mysteries by being able to, like, manipulate, like, texts and things, and, like, help them solve these mysteries. But he wasn't getting any credit for all of the work that he was doing, because he was a ghostwriter. And I think we've all felt that. Like, we're like, oh, I want to be like a ghostwriter, and it's cool. But the thing about ghostwriting is that you have a lot less control over the content that you write that gets put up. You can't take any claim or control over it, which is really sucky when you want to start writing for bigger and better companies because you don't have any clips to show them. And overall, it's just not going to... Some Often, it doesn't pay as much as you think it does. Some people think that ghostwriting should pay more, but honestly, a lot of clients think that ghostwriting is paid less for some reason, so it can be really difficult to make a living ghost writing. And it's not to say that ghostwriting is horrible. You can make a living ghostwriting, but it can be really difficult when you're trying to make those bigger and better clients because you have no writing samples under your name that you can feasibly use. So there are some ways to get around that. Like, some people take screenshots and just do random weird stuff to show that they've written content or something like that. But let me tell you, it's so much easier to get client work when you actually have some byline pieces. So first and foremost, you gotta fake it till you make it. So what is fake it till you make it mean? Well, you can start with guest posting. So instead of ghostwriting, guest posting. So guest posting can be free or it can be paid, just depending on the people that you work with. So some people have paid guest posts that you can actually get paid to write for them. And then some people do like a profit sharing model where if you bring in a certain amount of advertising revenue, they'll share the profits with you, but that's really just a way for people not to pay you. And then some people do like a full on just like free guest posting model. So, obviously, you want to start guest posting in your industry. So, a guest post is not going to be helpful if it's in some random industry that you're not actually working in. So, you want to create some guest posts in your niche. And guest posts are great because they're always bylined. And sometimes you even get a biography where you can point people in the direction of your content. So, with guest posting, you want to make it as great as possible. You want to make the posts really stand out and get those shares and get in front of as many people as possible. So when you're guest posting, you also want to think about the search ranking of the website that you're working on. So a really awesome tool for this is to download the Chrome extension called MozBar. It's really helpful and it helps you show uh, the domain authority or the DA of every website that you're on and the higher the DA out of 100 the better. So it goes from like 0 to 100 and you want something that closer to the top of that scale versus like to the bottom of that scale so that's a really awesome way to kind of boost the ranking of your own freelance website and create some helpful information for another person's website. So, consider the DA. Consider if the people who read that blog are actually your ideal audience, because if they are, that's a great place to be at. But obviously, that's not always the case. You have to dig a little deep to see what guest posts could actually work for you. So, once you have some guest posts under your belt, you know, add that content to your portfolios on your website, and really just showcase that you are a thought leader in your industry. Because when you're able to create Some thought leadership and some content around what you do, and you're able to start making an impact. That's when you're able to justify your name being on your content even more. So, your name shows up on the content that you create more so when you're able to say, Hey, I'm an industry leader, and my name actually makes more sense than just some random person in your company's name. And so, it would make more sense to put my name on the content because, as you can see, I have all these shares, I have all the social proof and I can really make an impact for your business like I've done for these other people's businesses. So it's important to start there. And then oftentimes some small businesses will allow you to do some some byline pieces. Like one of my favorite things that happened when I first started writing in HR tech was in, in 2017, I started working with this random Slack integration to create some content for their website. And while it was so new, and their vlog wasn't big and they weren't like a huge company and they didn't pay me a ton. It was like $35 an article. It was very small, especially because I was putting so much work into this. It was great though, because those articles that I first started with, I was able to get bylines because they said, you did such a great job. Do you just want to have these bylines with your name on it? I was like, sure, yes. And so I still use those as a way to get more HR tech clients because some of that stuff has been ghostwritten and some of it hasn't. Or some of it has been not ghost written but not necessarily so showy because the way their websites are set up my name so my name doesn't pop up so it kind of just depends so having that always in my corner to show new companies that I want to work with that I can write great content with my name on it is always great so I really really appreciate them for what they've done because that has gotten me hundreds and thousands of dollars worth of clientele work based on like that one small Thing. So just reach out because you never know. So some people will say this has to be 100% ghostwritten, but if they don't really say either way, then I would ask, like, hey, could this be a bylined piece or could every other piece be a bylined piece or can we work on something where one piece a month is not ghostwritten so that I can get some pieces for my portfolio. So maybe not every single piece being written by me, but like every other piece or every few pieces attributed to my name so that way I could use those in my portfolio. So that I an option for you. So you just want to see and think about ways that you can work with your current clients to start getting and building that portfolio. Another thing is to create your own website. So obviously, you know, I love to create content on my own. I have the Happy Kansas. I have Amanda Costco, and I produce blogs on both of those sites. So it's a really great way for me to get more byline pieces because it's super simple. It's my website. Of course they're going to be bylined by me And it's just a really easy way to get those bylines without having to guest post on other people's websites. But I still do encourage you to do that though, especially if you want to blog something that's not in your current niche. So I don't think I'm going to start an HR tech blog anytime soon. I really like working on like lifestyle topics when I'm not working on client work, but I really love HR tech for the client work that I get to do. So I feel that it's important to just kind of see what's going on. You can also publish on places like LinkedIn or Medium. Those are going to be bylined as well. Obviously, though, they're LinkedIn articles. They're Medium articles, and people know that. So they might not throw as much weight, but they'll at least show what you can do. And they'll have your name attached so that person knows that you're the person who wrote that article. So if you have some ideas, go to Medium. Go to LinkedIn because you never know. Your stories might be picked up in your niche and industries. And those are going to be places where your industry people are definitely going to be. They're Definitely going to be on LinkedIn. They're definitely going to be on Medium, searching through the articles. So that's a really awesome way to make a connection, especially if you're like in the tech startup world, because Medium and LinkedIn are often frequented by the tech types. So those are some options for kind of getting out of Ghostwriter mode and into more byline pieces. And obviously, I'm going to touch base on a lot of this stuff over the time that we'll be having this podcast. So if you have something you want me to. on, definitely let me know. Go to the Facebook group and communicate with me and talk with me about what you want to see more of in this podcast because i definitely love to know. So I'll talk to you guys very soon. Bye! thank you so much for listening to the ambitious freelancer podcast i'm so excited that we got to hang out today if you want to hang out between uploads check out the happyarkanton.com ambitious freelancers there you will find more support and advice as you grow your freelance business and connect with other listeners of the podcast i cannot wait to see you in the group and i will talk to you in a few days with some more great advice